Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fantastic episode of Multi Chirol, the hardest to pronounce pop culture podcast on the planet. <laughs> In studio today, we have myself, Jerry, Jay Timber guest spot today, and the one and only Ash, a.k.a. Michael Turek from Ozark fame, joining us in studio. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. One and only. I am. I am. I don't have any brothers or sisters. (laughs) Only the most illustrious guests. This is it. Thank you so much for joining us today, Mike. So if you can, uh, you know, just give us a little bit of your backstory, like, uh, you know, how you got into acting, the whole nine yards. Oh, that, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. Of course, of course. Uh, you know, I, I got to tell you, the more and more I do things like this, I, I try to change the story every time. <laughs> it just makes it more interesting for me as an actor. But, uh, Which you one know, is real? It is. I'm very delusional in my beliefs. So, uh, today, yes, this, this is story, the person I am. I like this that. week's story, it's going to be, no, but, uh, you know, growing up, I tried everything as a kid, mm-hmm. played, played a little bit of sports, this, that, and the other thing. I had a paper out once, which failed terribly. Uh, but acting was always the thing that I kept coming back to. All right. Uh, you know, uh, moved to New York, struggled in New York, moved to North Carolina, uh, and then things just really kind of went crazy. And so went to college a little late mm-hmm. for just to have a degree because I didn't know what I wanted to do. But again, just always kept coming back to – sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's all good. Kept coming we back to – You can uh, break whatever you want. <laughs> yes. Oh, fantastic. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Robert's staring at me. Uh, I just kept coming back to acting because it's just like the you know it, as cheesy as it sounds, it's the one thing that sort of just kept fueling me. Yeah. And uh, that's what you're passionate about, you know. Man. And and the move from New York to North Carolina was the greatest thing that ever happened. Who knew that you could move down here and start out, you know, next to nothing, right? And you know, for lack of a develop somewhat of a modest career, you know, right, and yeah. so I'm very thankful to be here and very thankful to be here today. And well, I don't know that I answered that question worth a shit. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's all good. So, so yes, um, I went to Yale. And okay. I, no, I didn't really. Uh, <laughs> I was like, like dang. So no, I'm a what, UNCG. What are you talking to us for? <laughs> I, uh, I'm a UNCG grad. Okay. Went, yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah. yeah That's I right. was I was acting long before I went to UNCG, but I thought, man, you know. I don't want to be a bartender anymore. No uh, disrespect to bartenders. Preaching in the oh, choir. No, yeah, 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 I stopped two years ago. Yeah. Uh, and so I went to get a degree thinking that I would teach this thing that I do. And then eh, I went and got another degree so I could teach on a higher level this thing that I do. But yet I still just do this thing <laughs> do that I thing. do. Thank you, Tom Hanks. Uh, <laughs> so it's good. It's good. That's I hope, yeah, that's it. Yeah, no, no, that's awesome. So, you know, about Ozark, how did that whole process go as far as the audition, meeting Jason Bateman? Like, tell us a little bit about that process. Sure. I, you know, I really love that story, actually, both just from an acting perspective. Is this a real story? This or? is the real story, yes. Uh, real as, story. as an acting perspective and also as a as a pedagogical perspective. That's a big word, y'all, in the pedagog teaching. Oh, look that shit up. From a teaching perspective. Uh, because when I first auditioned for Ozark, I had auditioned for two other roles okay. that I didn't get. I okay. auditioned for, for those of you that have seen the show, Bobby Dean, yeah, the yeah. strip club owner. Yeah. And I auditioned for the Langmore brother with the big, thick beard. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, gotcha. Russ, Russ, Russ Langmore, Russ right? Langmore. His name, yeah. uh, uh, 
Mark Menchaca and Adam Boyer play those two roles, mm-hmm. and they're amazing, and they're the sweetest guys in the world. But so I, I didn't book it, and that was totally fine. Well, let me rewind a bit further. I did a movie <laughs> called Office Christmas Party. Yes. Yeah. Jason Bateman, Jennifer Aniston, Laura, mm-hmm. uh, not Laura Lenny, she's in Ozark, uh, uh, Olivia Munn, blah, 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 blah. Well, I'm on set the whole time with the people from Office Christmas Party. But yeah. I'm with Jillian Bell and all these amazing, TJ Miller and these TJ amazing, yeah. these wow. amazing sort of comedians. Yeah. But Jason Bateman is always there before me, right? So we would cross on set. Like, we'd be going to the same location. It's just the way it worked. And so we would always see each other. And sure. Hi, he's very cordial, mm-hmm. loves his kids, family man, yeah. loves the Dodgers. We talked baseball. Long story short, too late. My <laughs> last day on set was the day we actually got to shoot the scene where Jennifer Aniston beats me up and Jason Bateman and I have a little scene together. Right. And at the very end, we were walking back to our trailers and we were just talking, da-da-da-da, and I said, hey, I understand that you're going to be in Atlanta for a while. Uh-huh. You're shooting this show called Ozark. And he's like, yep, I, you know, I am. And we talked about that. Fast forward a few months now, and I'm in a classroom teaching an <clears throat> acting class, and I get a phone call from my agent that says, we just got an audition for you that needs to be in in like two hours. Oh, shit. Last minute kind of thing. No can't, pressure. Can't, Class dismissed. No, literally. Kind of, I was like. Bring uh, in the TV. That's you got, got real life going on like, here. I was like, okay. And no, I did. I mean, I pulled it up on the computer, and I was like, okay, let's look at this. And we analyzed the script together. Wow. And I looked at it, and I ran over to the studio where I record all of my auditions, and I recorded it, and it was for the role of Ash. Mm-hmm. And I had already taped for. The other, for the uh, other two, for right? the other two characters, yeah. yes. And again, even long story shorter, still too late. Uh, he saw the tape, and that was it. And it was wow. because of the, the my time on Office Christmas Party with him. Yeah, he yeah. just happened yeah. to ask him about it. Yeah. That they they were like, he's like, yeah, this is the guy that we want. And nice. then when I actually met him on the set of Ozark, he was just like, hey man. What's up, dude? Good to see you again, bro. High five. Yeah. Like, How you doing, Action. brother? Welcome back. Looking Welcome back. Yeah, and so it was. Uh, it was a pretty. It just, you know, I mean, it made me feel really good. I couldn't. I was sitting on my chairs in the room, working with Peter Mullins and uh, uh, Lisa Emery, and we're hanging out. And all of a sudden, I'm in my chair, and he literally comes up and smacks me on the leg. And he's not working that day, but yeah. as the EP, executive producer, right. he's always around. Yeah. And he and he and he's. Gives Just me a chill. hug. Welcome to the set. Whoa. So glad we're yeah, working together. Awesome. And I was like, <laughs> I called my I wife. made it. I grabbed my phone. I was like, you won't believe what just happened. Jason Bateman just came up and put his hand on my shoulder and said, thank you for leg. your work. And it was, uh, yeah, man, it made me feel really good. That's awesome. That's the dude. guy That's from Team Wolf 2 likes me. Yes. Yes. Silver spoons. Man. That's right. Silver uh, spoons. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! That is that is a, that, what a really great story. story. I was like, that better be real. We're gonna double check that for your other. You can double check. <laughs> that, yes, I'll have Bateman's people call your people. <laughs> Confirm it with my people. Um, you know, as, like I said, as fans of the show, we love the scenes that you're in. You know, our only complaint is Ash didn't have that many lines this season. So you know, just as far as season two coming up, I know you can't spoil too much, but do you get more lines? And what can we also expect coming into season two for Ozark? <laughs> or is that spoiling it? <laughs> spoiling it to spoilers. No, I. Uh, <laughs> they're going to kill him you know, in the premiere episode. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't say I that. Have... You hush your mouth. <laughs> okay. I, I, have a, I have a couple of scenes in, in it's a thing. spread throughout. And I don't, you know, it comes out in a week. <laughs> hey, what's up over there looking? Hey, hey, hey. Um, <laughs> I, uh, 
what can you let's well we go what can you expect you can expect <laughs> you can expect the more of the same okay you can expect uh it sort of going to the the next level of craziness okay yes. yeah because there was a lot of that uh, there was God, a lot of crazy so and unexpected crazy and they really let me just say this i look as a fan of the show equally yeah. right and then also as a cast member of the show, to be honest with you, I only see the episodes that I'm in. Right. I got Every you. now and again, if I'm mm. lucky or I'm there at the crossover where they're switching from like doing, say, episodes one and two to three and four, sure. I may grab a script. Yeah. I may ask the makeup because you can get all the gossip you want from the makeup chair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I may ask the makeup go. women. I'm like, hey, can I can I take a peek? Okay, at? yeah, I got you. Right there. you know, and then there, were, <laughs> there were even times during episode one. During season one, where I was, I would be sitting in the makeup trailer, and the makeup woman would go, "Hey, we'll see you in a couple of weeks." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Well, we just got the outline for episode eight. Ah, You're in it. They know the schedule better yeah. than anybody. I'm in it. Woohoo! Woo! I'm in the next episode. You know, so some of that at the level that I'm working at currently, sometimes I don't ever find out till wow. the day. I got you. I got so you. I get to honestly can say I get to be as equally excited about enjoying the show for the first time as you all do as fans. Oh, that's awesome. And and I know what my involvement is, and I think that we'll just leave, leave it, it at that. I got you. Hey, gotcha. We'll take it. Don't want you getting sued or getting Jason Bateman mad. Oh, I just don't want to worry. <laughs> and no, he won't be mad. JB, JB, JB's we won't be cool. mad. Big shout out to JB. Oh, we're on that. Yeah, man, I love it. Uh, I love it. That's, that's what he, everybody called him. That's this. Yeah, JB I mean, and I would be good friends. Awesome. That's his name. You usually have to pay JB, double for JB, that action, Cotton. We should start a TV show. Yeah. Jason. We'll call it the Hogan family. <laughs> oh, wait, they did that already. That's my girl. What up, Jess? And now, a word from our sponsors. We'd like to take the time to thank one of our sponsors, Andrew Newman, attorney at law. Located here in Greensboro, North Carolina, he can assist you with your criminal as well as traffic violations. And his practice includes Guilford, Forsyth, as well as all surrounding counties. To set up a free consultation, you can contact him at 336-663-2388. And you can also visit him on his website, attorneynewman.com. What, question, hey, uh, what questions do you guys have for, uh, for Michael? I don't want to take over the whole show, you know. I'm a humble host. <laughs> I had a couple. I had a couple. Um, uh, I was going to ask about the auditions, and you kind of already went over that. But I said, uh, did you uh, research uh, the auditions yourself at first? Like you getting into the game at first. Did you just, like, jump into a shit ton of uh, uh, auditions, like, on your own? Or was it immediate uh, agent getting you jobs? Or I should be taking notes. Continue. Like getting into, <laughs> Here, getting here's, in, here's my pen. <laughs> getting into the game of acting? Yes. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's a definite process to it, and there are stepping stones to sort of anybody's career, and it's and it all starts in sort of an amateur, sort of community-based kind of thing, mm -hmm. and uh, local things, and kids just getting together, and making movies and that sort of thing, and then you work your way up, and if you choose to go to a university setting or some sort of setting where there's training and they have a showcase. I mean, the ultimate goal is eventually to land an agent. Right. And then that agent will get you the auditions. Right. Uh, and it really is all about who are you as an individual as well as what do you market? Mm -hmm. Right. You know, what do you bring? Mm -hmm. What do you do? I, you know, but no, I mean, <laughs> like, really, that's just do? it. It's funny because I play, like, you look at something like Ozark, you look at something like Office Christmas Party, you look right. at something like Resurrection, it, it, you look at basically the, the, the package of my, you know, small little career. We look at your package, yeah. There are, well, yes. <laughs> Zooming in. Yes. Keep, keep, it is getting hot. I had to, keep I zooming. Had to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that, uh, 
you know, I, I play a lot of the same characters, but then, you know, you meet me and you get to know me, and you're like, ah, oh, this guy's, he's just, he's chill, he's all about his yeah. kids, he yeah. loves his wife, he loves his family, you're not the badass evil, I'm gonna kill you <laughs> with a spoon. <laughs> you didn't have that TV. scale. <laughs> but I think, so I, I think to answer your question is that there's just, I mean, there's always, there are like steps of a process that can get you to where you need to go. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and along the way, you need to trust those people that you have in your corner and that have gone before you to help you and mentor you mm-hmm. in in what you need to know to be in this profession. Mm-hmm. Or you can be walking out of a mall and go, hey, you look really cool. You want to be in this movie? And the next thing you know, you're... That's what I'm praying for <laughs> you know, every and then, day yeah, why I got life. this vest. Like. <laughs> but that's just it. I mean, and so it's... There's so many ways to go about it that there's just not one thing. Right, right, and, right. And what I, it's timing and exposure, yeah. really. It is timing and exposure. And then I would also say that if it's, it's something that you're really interested in, I think that my advice would be is to also honor it as the craft yeah. that yeah. it is. Right. Yeah. Read plays. Watch television. Do right. Go work. see movies. Study. Yeah. Right. Ask questions. Yeah. Take a class. Take another class. Take a class after that. And just expose yourself to as much of the theater slash cinematic and television arts as you can. Right. Uh, and then just be ready for whatever happens. And yeah. be open to accept whatever comes your way. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm open. You know? Yeah. So it's interesting because I teach a lot of acting classes and acting for the camera classes. And a lot of these sort of younger, generational, millennial, whatever, you know, label you want to put on them, it's all about the instant fame through social media. Right. Yeah. Through right. that. Uh, and whereas <sighs> that has its value right. in a certain market, but it really it's doesn't. not, it's not, the end it's not what we do. No. It's not right. what I do. And it, and it really does. I think if you can honor acting as a craft, and just let it envelop you right. in what it has to offer. Yeah, you got to respect it. Yeah, I mean, anything yeah. will happen. With anything. Right? Yeah, 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 that's awesome. And then I also, I also had a, a question: Who's your favorite? You've been on. You, you were on Ozark. You were on Suits. Right, like who's no, that's your... my nickname. Yeah, suits. that's a nickname. Oh, yeah. I wish I was on Suits. That's oh, a pretty were. cool <laughs> show, though. No, I wasn't on Suits. Sorry, but that's okay. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, well, who's your favorite co-star? Like, who's like the favorite person that you've been on screen with? How's that? I don't know. And is it anybody that we might know? Uh, I got to tell you, I mean, one of the guys that I enjoyed the most ever just to hang out and work with is a guy named Leon Rippey. Okay. Uh-huh. North Carolina actor, was in The Patriot. He had, I mean, you, if you looked at his face, if you look him up on IMDb, you'd be like, oh, I totally know who that dude is. Right. But he's from we're North all doing Carolina. Right. Do it. Uh, <laughs> he was just, but because of it, just of his roots and we were shooting under the dome in Wilmington, he was just like, hey, what are you doing after this? Let's go back to my farm and hang out and we'll fish and we'll eat and we'll barbecue. Uh, he was a really cool, just a really cool cat. Yeah. And then I got to tell you, man, all aside, even though it's the most recent of my credits, Peter Mullen. Oh my who God! Plays he's so awesome. Jacob Snell, yeah. yes. who's a phenomenal actor. Yeah, is the he's the most laid back, that great. Leon that's Leon Rippey. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, he was okay. in like a Deep Space Nine. Yeah. 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 You know, yep. Um, yep. Eight legged freaks. Oh, I love that. Movie. But Peter Mullen, man, one. he was he was just he was as equally a peer as he was a mentor, mm-hmm, and right. I really loved and respected that. Yeah. And he's he amazing, was, and he was. There's something to be said about the person that has earned this level in their career right. that allows people to cater to that but doesn't take advantage of it. Right. Right? Does, does that make does yeah. that make sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. completely. It's totally like, 
you know, yes, you know, yeah, well, you go, I'd love a cup of coffee. Like, was right. never afraid to ask for what he wanted. Right. Because people were there to give him what he wanted sure, because right. he's Peter Mullen. Mm-hmm. Right. But he never, wasn't flipping over tables and shit and being a diva. Yeah, never right. took advantage of it. Right. And then we just have these great conversations. And then you sit there and you just listen to him talk in his Scottish sort of Edinburgh dialect. And you're just like, right. wow. Dude, I could come hang out with you all day. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. In Westworld uh, season two. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh, yeah, and I haven't seen that yet, so no spoilers. I mean, <laughs> same here. He's seen it. I haven't it, seen it yet. It's not a big role. <laughs> no, a buddy of mine's in Westworld season two as well. Yeah? He plows one of the techs. Yeah, he's great. He's, we grew up in Omaha together. Shout and out he to moved Plow to LA, and, and it, I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. I'm still trying to finish season one. Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Long. I haven't gotten into it yet. I finished season one. I still need to get into season two. I bet it's amazing to hear him just turn on that, that accent. Like to go from Scottish to you know Ozark, to Jacob Snell. Uh, yeah, Jacob Snell. Uh, it was pretty interesting. There's another actress that I worked with in season two. Uh, her name is Janet McTeer, okay. and she is a heavy hitter, yeah. man, in like the world of theater as well as film. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are Marvel fans and you watched the last episode <laughs> yes. season of, uh, she plays Jessica Jones's mother. Mom. Oh shit. Okay. Boom. That's Janet McTeer. <laughs> She's a she's a, an English actress who lives in in upstate New York, and I was upstate. sitting there sitting there with her in in the couple of episodes and scenes that we did together, and she'd be like, "Michael, how do I say this word? How do I how do I say Chicago?" Chicago. That's awesome. Shot town. Chicago. Like, you know, the emphasis on the call. Sedgwick. How do you say Sedgwick? And all this, and I was like, "Oh my god, Sedgwick. I'm sitting here right now, and I'm giving dialect <laughs> lessons right. to Janet McTeer. Wow, my life is complete. That's awesome. Shoot me, I'm texting all of my grad school colleagues. Like, you'll never guess <laughs> who I'm with right now. It's amazing. Yeah, like, can we film this? Actually, so I can send it to so, everybody. <laughs> but yeah, it's you know, I, I will. Just the last thing I'll say to that question is that I have been really really fortunate enough in my career to never come across that diva right ever i mean Not everybody <laughs> everybody but no i mean but really look everybody that i've worked with i mean they've all just been really great like just people yeah. hanging out with you and and it's it's interesting because it's just i i really respect that and you know i could have easily pedestal jennifer aniston sure because it's Jennifer Aniston, right? You know, and and my generation, we grew up with Friends, and now right. there's this huge resurgence of Friends twenty years later, mm-hmm. where it's right. like the hottest show. Oh, it's my daughter's favorite on show on television, yeah. you know. Yeah. And but you know, we those of us that grew up in the '80s, we related to those people, right? And it was like, oh my god, I'm going to be in the same room with Jennifer Aniston, and she was the very first day on set. She was like, hey, I'm Jen, like the first Damn, one. Damn, that's so. And there's cool. something totally that, laid back. That's but, awesome. Yeah, and so it was. I've just been really blessed to just. I can't pick just one because I have great stories about all of them. Nice. So you, you never met like the, the Christian Bale going off on the uh, cinematography no. kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> JT, I, I have a, I have a quick question because I actually got to go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. about that. But um, so for someone who is, uh, it's acting is something that I'd like to get into myself. And around here, what would your suggestion be as far as to, like, like how do I get started around here? Uh, well, to give him just a straight-up shout-out and plug, there's a guy by the name of Drew Matthews who runs this place called In Studio, the third which is an acting studio. I've sat in on a couple of his classes. This guy is no joke. And if okay. you look at his IMDb page, he's got the creds, more than I do, to back up his ability to teach you just an even simple on-camera technique yeah, yeah, and gotcha. auditioning and things like that nature. Here, specifically in North Carolina, specifically Greensboro, it's going to be a little tougher to get oh, started. Of course, yeah. right. So I, the best thing to do is just find out where the classes are and then also, if you've already got one, go get a camera and start making your own content. 
and oh, learning yeah, I, and learning from that. But I'm no, seriously, uh, <laughs> I would suggest like the Forty Eight Hour Film Festival. Okay, get a crew together and make one of those films. If you've never done it before, it's ridiculously got, amazing. Yeah, and I've crazy. got ideas yeah, for days. Uh, <laughs> and then go get a book. I can rec- a couple of books that what I can are recommend. Those? <laughs> There's a great book that I would recommend for a first time want to like start out in film and television. It's called Action. Book's just called Action. Perfect. Acting for film and television. Okay. Uh, by the, written by the guy named Robert Bendetti. Mm. Benedetti. Benedetti. I, don't quote me to it. Sorry. Uh, don't, <laughs> Benedetti. We'll fact check um, that after We'll show. figure it out. Uh, but yeah, I, but I really would start with with Drew's class. Okay. And that's cool. on it. I know you've heard it. So if I would yeah. say if you've heard it three other yeah, times. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. That's where to go. I should probably listen to people. <laughs> you know? yeah. I'm going to listen this time. There yeah. you go. There you go. And now, a word from our sponsors. We want to take the opportunity to shout out one of our sponsors, Gate City Growlers. They have 20 taps. They specialize in small North Carolina breweries and specialty craft beers. Working with the little guys since 2015. Guys, please, please stay local. Take care of the local shops. All right, we're back after that quick little sponsor spot. Uh, with Jay Timber had to go perform, so we have Natalie Garcia in Hello. the studio with us. Hello. <laughs> From uh, Yes Weekly Fame, your local photographer around here. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Good to be here. So, uh, do you have any questions for Michael? Okay. Um, <laughs> let me be kind of basic here. Um, can you tell me the craziest Hollywood story that you've experienced? Me personally, yes, yeah, I would say that it was. Uh, it's got to be on the very first. I, I was in this sh- uh, series called Banshee, that mm-hmm. was on Cinemax, and we were the very first day of shooting was a fight scene okay. between that involved myself and two of the other actors that played my brother and the star of this series. Okay, and there was a moment where. He was, they were all this choreography and blah, blah, blah. And without sort of trying to get, you know, too rambly, which I have a tendency to do. (laughs) The, one of the guys that played my brother came up too soon from one of the wrestling holds and hit the star of the show square on the chin. And he bit through his lip. Oh, shit. And it was the first day of shooting. No! Like the very first day. And we're wow. and they're getting ready to shoot an entire series. And right. It's the very first day, and production shut down wow. for like six hours. Right? Oh, and then the three of us are sitting over, and we're fighting in this river, and it's sandy, and it's cold, and it's just outside of Charlotte. Right. And we're sitting in this warming tent, and we're all literally just sitting there shivering, in our minds, packing our car. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> because we're all we're, just been fired out of here from this show that we have a presence in through the entire season one. Right. Of, and we're like, okay, we're going home. We're done. Wow. We're fired. Holy wow, that's We're going crazy. home. That's it. That's my only crazy story I have. For now. That's still pretty good, though. For now. And good, good question, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish I had more dirt. Like, I could tell you that somebody did this and somebody did that, but... Well, can I ask no, another one? I have pretty low-key. <laughs> Are you... Do you plan on staying in Greensboro, or do you, you think you'll ever head to L.A., or... Greensboro is home. Okay. Greensboro is home. I love it. I mean, love for right now, right? Uh, you'll go to the work. I will right. definitely go to the work. Right. Yes, yeah. uh, I go to the work in New York. I go to the work in Atlanta all the time. Okay. I have representation sort of spread out over this country that helps me seek out the work mm. elsewhere. Right. You know, but yes, right now North Carolina, our taproot of that North Carolina linden tree has sunk its way deep. It's thirteen awesome. years. I've been yeah. here thirteeren wow. years. Wow. So. Love it. 
Yeah. Good to know. That's awesome. Tar Heel Strong or Blue Devil Strong. Or Wolf Pack. That's another episode. It is, right? That's a whole other I don't. And I have have a story about that, too, but I won't bore you with it for this one. (laughs) It's all good, man. So just, uh, you know, what do you have coming up in the works? I know you got a couple other films coming out. You're doing some stuff in Greensboro. Tell us what's what's next for... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, immediately next, like starting on Sunday, Mm -hmm. I start rehearsals for... Uh, a play. I'm directing a play. It's mm-hmm. my directorial debut. I like yes. it. Yes. Uh, I'm a little nervous. I, won't, <laughs> I really am. I won't lie. Uh, I've never directed a play in my entire life. Mm-hmm. As an actor, I'm very narcissistic. Mm-hmm. And it's all about how do I fit in the world? Right. I only care about me and how right. do I fit in the world. Well, now I have you to figure deal with out these people, how yeah. everybody fits in the world. But yeah, I'm directing this play called Lobby Hero, Okay. which just closed on Broadway. They did a great revival of it. Uh, it's written by Kevin Lonergan, who wrote Manchester by the Sea. Oh, oh shit. Uh, nice. He's a brilliant, very prolific playwright. Uh, four people set in a small sort of lower expense uh, apartment building in New York. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, the brilliant thing about really good theatrical literature is no matter where it's, wi- no matter when, sorry, no matter when it's written, the themes will always reflect. Right. And, and right now with the Me Too movement and especially with sort of uh, the brutality issues and Black Lives Matters, right. the show could not be more prevalent than it was 17 years ago when it was written and produced originally. Wow. Uh, I love working with college kids, and I love working with young theater artists, and and a sort of nurturing their passion. Yeah, they're hungry. Yeah, they're hungry. So, so yeah, so that starts that starts Sunday. The show will go up and run at Greensboro College, Guilford, Guilford College, <laughs> all the time. The Quakers. I'm going to go work for the Quakers. <laughs> the show will will run the first weekend of October. Okay. Forgive me for not knowing those dates. So there's that, and okay. then, hey, September 28th. Uh, a slasher film comes out called Hellfest. Yes, yeah. I saw the preview for it. Welcome to Hellfest. Uh, <laughs> and you're in the preview too, I'm which in is the preview. awesome. I'm in the preview. I'm a gift. They've gift me. <laughs> I'm the gift. You know, you made it on. when you were a gift. Yes. You must feel honored. <laughs> I am. Uh, there's that. And then I got to tell you what I'm really excited about is sometime next year, uh, there's going to be a movie coming out called Boss Level. Gotcha. Which was written and directed by Joe Carnahan. Starring Frank Grillo, Naomi Watts, mm. uh, Mel Gibson, wow. Rob Gronkowski's in it. What? Okay. Uh, I got to spend time with, and I had no idea at the time, but I got to spend time with Rashad Evans and Quentin Rampage Jackson. Yeah. Oh, wow. MMA UFC fame. People. Yeah. yeah. But it's just this really crazy, brilliant movie about a, a sort of a, a father who's just sort of become disassociated with life and then reconnects with his son. But the crazy thing about it is, is that the title Boss Level leads to what the film is about. And it's that sort of rooted in that thematic idea of, you know, those video games we played when we were kids. Yeah. 18-bit where you'd fight and then you'd fight the guy. Right. And then you'd fight some more and you'd fight the next boss. But Mm -hmm. if you died, you'd just go back and start over. Right. So that's what this movie is. It's kind of like Groundhog's Day meets Live, Die, Repeat, Edge of Tomorrow. Holy shit. Yeah, it's crazy. So Frank Grillo is this dad and he's down and out and he's... Wife does this thing to him in this machine, and it's and it's just this constant repetition of, and he grows farther and farther through the game. But the whole time, mm. he realizes that all that was really important to him was his family and right. and, and getting reconnected with his son. And it's Damn, just that's awesome. It's like it's it was. I mean, filming filming that movie with those guys and and those those people, right? That people that run War Party Films, and mm-hmm. they're just it's just like hanging out with, for lack of a better phrase, your fraternity brothers making a right. movie. They're just just good people that want to hang out and have a good time and make a good product. So that comes out next year sometime, and uh, and that's it. And then I'm working on another project right now 
Hence my midlife crisis year beard. <laughs> that it it's looking good though. As I stroke it, I was like, wait, wait, we're on a podcast. You can't see my face. <laughs> Look at the pictures yeah. um, that I can't tell you about. But when it's when it's when it comes out, I'll tell you about it. No Fine. spoilers this episode. This is one of the well, no, spoiler-free I mean, episodes. I gotta tell you, it's crazy. <laughs> Fine then. The, but you know, they look the level of NDAs going out. No, I'm, I'm sure. I'll, man. I'll leave you with one quick story. Holy shit. And it all started with this show called Army Wives. Okay. Years ago, the show was called On Army Wives, and this as the Southeast market was starting to sort of pick up mm-hmm. in its in its root in the film and television industry. There was a show filmed in Savannah called Army Wives, yeah. and somebody I don't know who this actor was, but I would love to meet them. Thought it would be a good idea if they posted their audition. Their audition, not even their time on the play sure. or their movie, their audition video on social media, and it happened to be like this major spoiler of the oh, entire of series, oh. not just the season, but the series, and the whole show got sort of thrown into into loops by it. So now shows are like they're not messing around with it. Right? Anything. Yeah. They right. make you sign NDAs. You can't talk about anything. When when I audition for stuff, I'll get a dummy side. I've auditioned for. This is embarrassing to admit. I've auditioned for The Walking Dead, probably twenty five times in my career since I've lived here in North Carolina. Mm. haven't booked it yet. I will soon. Soon. Please. Book this man. In that time, I think I've probably used the same sides six times. Damn. They just send me the same sides because it's about, they're not going to send you any story stuff because they don't want it leaking out. So all that to be said, I've got a movie. I'm working on a movie right now. (laughs) I will say this about it. It's probably the first project that I'll have been able to do in my career that both my daughter and my grandmother can see. In the same setting. My grandmother, my 93-year-old grandmother yells at me all the time. She's like, I can't ever see you in a show, baby. Because there's all that cussing and fighting and people getting naked. And I'm like, well, Grandma, I'm just paying the bills. Oh, shit. I didn't get naked. (laughs) No. Before we wrap up, I have to give a quick shout-out to Matthew. who's supposed to be on the show. And uh, one of, you know, the reasons I got hooked on the show, you know, it's it's, it's rare when you see a show and you get hooked on the first episode. Mm -hmm. And Ozark definitely did that to me. Oh, they got it. But uh, Jason Bateman's line when uh, I think it it might have been episode two by then when he was like the sound of your lover slapping the pays- pavement is the only thing that puts me to sleep at night. It's probably the most cold blooded <laughs> shit I have ever heard in my entire life. After yes. he said that, I was like, I love this show. Yeah. <laughs> That's good, man. That's a credit to the writers too, Chris yeah. Mundy, uh, executive producer, showrunner, and head writer Brilliant. Chris Mundy and his team. Yeah. Um, they're fantastic. I will tell you. Uh, Episode one, uh, Bruce Allman, I think it's a character's name that plays Laura Lenny's lover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was sitting behind me during the premiere, and I don't think he'd seen the footage yet of when his character falls yeah. and hits the pavement, and there's just that great, and the way that shoe explodes off yes. of that. And you don't yes. expect it, right? Because yeah. he's just walking down the street, yeah. and it's framed he's really beautifully. sitting there just bitching to himself. And it's just, <laughs> it's just boom. Yeah. And from behind me, you go, oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, this guy just witnessed himself yeah, right. being thrown from a 90-story building. Right. It affected him. Oh, yeah. it did. It, uh, and, more, and I was just like, oh, I'm really sorry. <laughs> hey, but you're good now, I'm though. really sorry. Yeah, so I wish I had no your worse career, for wear. but you're dead. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for joining us. For you know, fans out there, what's the best way to reach you as far as social media, website? Oh, um, yeah. Um, Michael Turek, at Michael. Michael Turek, T-O-U-R-E-K, covers pretty much all of it. It's uh, Twitter, Instagram. That's all I really have. There's a Michael Turek actor page that you can go and like, and if you mistakenly ask to be my friend, I'll probably be your friend. (laughs) I think I did that. (laughs) You know? He seems before uh, I got him on the show. He seems okay. But, yes, it's that's you just – Michael Turek – 
will get you to wherever you need to be. There All might right. be a YouTube page out there <laughs> with some footage and some videos and some reels and stuff like that. So, Awesome, awesome, come, man. Come find me. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you again for joining us today. My pleasure. Thanks That's for having me. That's going to wrap it up for this episode of multi pop Roll the end credits. And, uh, yeah, good stuff. Keep watching. Yep. Yeah. Awesome, man. Be sure to check out our website, www.multipoptural, as well as on social media at Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, and Twitter. Yes! Yeah! Victory! And anger management? Fuck anger management. A big thank you to one of our sponsors, Jeff Beal, and his team at Throwback Custom Cars in Raleigh, North Carolina. For over 30 years, they have specialized in classic car restoration as well as residential slash commercial automation technology and audio video systems. There is no project too big or too small, and they work all across the U.S. To set up a consultation, contact Jeff at 919-235-8337 or go to throwbackcustomcars.com and fill out the contact us form. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.